0: This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde, bombshell herself, and Kerrigan, and the most humble New England's own band, Helsinki, Brian <laughs> Kovac.
1: Since when have you been humble?
0: Always
2: Oh You're
1: suddenly humble? Always humble. Really?
2: Mm. Wow.
1: So there
0: you go. Anyway. Uncle Van
1: Helsing. You heard it first here. Everybody, he's humbled.
0: Oh, my computer just froze. Uh,
1: <laughs> See what happens? <laughs> God's
0: punishing me. He's smattered me. Not Not <laughs> Reboot. <either>. Reboot. <laughs> 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 anyway... Um, Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, right here on Toganet Perx Ghost Channel and far beyond into the reaches of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. So there you go.
1: We're really far out there,
0: huh?
1: Anyway, um What is
0: that? (laughs) Speaker went on. Oh, (laughs) whoop. (laughs) <laughs> I, you can join us in the uh net in the parorex chat room and that was the Pararex chat room that just came to my little speakers. So I usually keep those shut off so oh, i see, if I yeah. have to <laughs> monitor different chat rooms, you know that. <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, exciting time of year. It's Halloween. So, oh
1: yeah. And,
0: yeah. My favorite yeah. month. Yeah. My favorite yeah. month.
1: And and you are just busier than a one armed paper hanger, as my mother used uh, to Yeah. Okay? yeah.
0: Uh, Absolutely. I know this week uh, we're going to be in Salem, Massachusetts, uh, doing spectral evidence for the 10th time Wow. Tenth year in a row as part of the Festival of the Dead. Oh, God bless us. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Crazy well, times you, in Salem this month.
0: You, you went there before, and it, it, it oh, is yes. it is a zoo. It <laughs>
1: is beyond crazy. Beyond it crazy. It
0: is. Absolutely. It's you know, but, get in there you know, early
1: and uh, leave late. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> mean, I, I,
0: uh, I appreciate uh, being part of it, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. when uh, Christian and Sean Portier, who run the festival, there are two witches in Salem, two of them, um, you know, they uh, they uh, went to a lot of people to get for this event, and I ended up with it. That's awesome. but, Excellent. But don't tell anyone I actually beat out Jeff Blanchard. <gasps> Oh no! How did you Sorry, do that?
1: <laughs> did you pay them off? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you so, no way. Anyways, we get some, we get some uh, great guests tonight, and and uh, a place I would like to visit. I don't think I've ever gone that far down, and that's mm, Key West. You, me either. Have you ever been to Key West?
1: I have not, and I it, it's definitely a place that's on my bucket list as well. I have yeah. a lot of uh, well road know, trip. I know a lot of Facebook painting people who go there and do, you know, they have that crazy body painting. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, they go down there. I know uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Hey, before, speaking of painting, I just need to give a little plug here, a little shameless self-promotion. Absolutely. Um, this year I was fortunate enough to uh, be a makeup artist for Ghouly Manor. Which, uh, if anybody is down here in my neck of the woods, it's in Taunton, Massachusetts, at the Silver City Galleria Mall. And if you want to go to a good haunt, go to this one.
0: Is it like a haunted house?
1: It is a haunted house. Oh, cool. It's probably uh, one of the best haunted houses that I've ever been to. And, I mean, this is my first time ever working as a makeup artist there. And, um, I mean, they... These people are great. They do a fabulous job, attention to every detail. You will get the heck scared out of you there. So if you're looking for something to do. Not Van Helsing. Not Van Helsing. Of course not. And uh, as Steve Parsons would say, you know, <laughs> I am brave beyond all belief. So nothing to scare me. But it'll scare you. So if you're looking for something to do, you want a good, haunted house, ghouly Manor. You can find them on Facebook as well, and yours truly has been doing some makeup there
0: and really enjoying it. So, so okay. you, get to, you get to be part of it. Do you, like, jump, jump around and scare the crap out of people?
1: You know, I can if I want to. I, I have not what? actually. And you're, you're not? And you're not? I haven't yet. I haven't been able to go out on the floor yet because, you know, oh. I kind of go and do the makeup, and then it, it, because of how my life goes, I have to run off and do 80 other things. But mm. perhaps I will do that this week.
0: Oh, I hope so. So anyway, speaking about people who do not need makeup, we have two friends from Crypt, uh on the line, and they are ghost hunters uh, from Key West, and uh, it's Bonnie and Tim. You there, guys?
2: I am. Yes, indeed. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. How are we doing tonight? We're awesome. Thank you.
3: <laughs> is, is, is that
2: a southern accent I hear? Oh, not from this end. It might be from Bonnie. Oh, you
3: know no. <laughs> no
2: it, it's, Tim, it sounds like you almost have a little southern drawl there. I'm, I'm, well, well, we're calling you in from the southernmost point, so maybe I picked up a little bit of the south along the way. But other than that, I'm originally from Philadelphia, so it's uh, oh. <laughs> I've, lo- I've lost the Philly accent and uh, maybe picked up a little bit of southern. We move a little slower here in Key West. <laughs> so
0: maybe it's a little, little mix. Uh, I have similar. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you guys, you, it's uh, Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And I'm so excited to have you guys in the show because you, you're doing a lot of cool little neat things down there at the keys. And and actually, I want to learn a little bit more about the keys, too, because uh, I really don't know that much about it. I. You know, everybody's heard of Robert the doll, which you guys are actually doing mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. with. But, uh, uh-huh. Who wants Who wants to start this? Who wants to tell us a little bit about what's going on down here in the Keys?
2: Well, we're tag teaming it here, I guess. But uh, I don't know, Bonnie. Should I just uh, dive in with a basic history, or which way you want to handle it?
3: You are all all knowing about Key West, and it's funny history.
2: So
1: you can take you can that one.
2: Ah, uh, okay. No, actually, that's what kind of captured me years ago when I first came to Key West was. Uh, I came down for a weekend visit and got fascinated with the history and the haunted history of the island and uh so anyway it was a weekend visit about 17 years ago. Oh, that so sounds a, like a Jimmy a Buffett long, song. Yeah, It's been a long <laughs> weekend. Uh, yeah, well, that's uh, <laughs> I have that aspect as well, but that's uh <laughs> that's basically it's uh no, I mean Key West is a very very fun and rich history and haunted history that comes out. We'll stay on the haunted theme. I do the fun and funky side as well. But uh, mm-hmm. but in keeping with the theme and Halloween coming up, we do uh, – there are more stories to tell than you probably have time to put on the
0: air. But <laughs> it's uh, – No, it's sure. – uh, Why don't we start with with the most famous? And, and of course, uh, when I think of Key West, I I think of Robert the Doll. In fact, I wrote a book, Ghost Day, which is 365 ghost stories from around the world, and Robert's in it. And uh, I think that's an intriguing story, and you actually have an event associated with it. So so why don't we talk a little bit about the haunting of uh, um, Robert? Uh, Robert, yeah. Actually, I mean, he was actually,
2: in at the... it was at the Otto Mansion, which is currently a guest house, so you can mm-hmm. actually stay at the uh, at the artist at the artist house. The people that are brave enough to go into the uh, stay at the artist house can be there. the origin of Robert. Actually, was uh, uh, started with the Otto family. Basically, the uh, the Otto family when they first constructed the house, they needed they decided they need a little bit of assistance on the grounds and the house itself so uh, Mr. Otto went over to the islands and uh, came back with a couple of servants he came back with two strapping young men and uh, one very pretty young lady and when he got back Mrs. Otto wasn't that pleased with his decision servants (laughs) the two young men were put to work immediately the young lady was actually confined to a small shack on the back of the property Yeah, for about a year,
0: uh-huh. and a
2: baby, and uh, a baby was born.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, Thus, Missus Otto's dissatisfaction with Mister Mister Otto's selection and servants.
0: Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> I bet.
2: <laughs> but anyway, so there was a lot of drama going on throughout. In the meantime, the Ottos stayed together. Uh, they had a son themselves. His name was Robert Eugene Otto, and. Uh, Eventually, the young lady was let out of her confinement and actually brought into the household, and it was her job to become basically the house servant and uh, Robert's nanny, so it was now her job to take care of their son,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: she did quite a good job for about a half a dozen years, but then uh, then Mrs. Otto saw some strange activities taking place on the background. And uh, it turns out their servants were practicing santeria, Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the island version of voodoo. hmm And uh, Mrs. Otto freaked out. She couldn't put up with the blood sacrifices and the chicken sacrifices and so on. And uh, anyway, the servants were let loose. Okay. And they all left. And, uh before the young lady left though she left their son young Robert with a gift. Mm-hmm. She made him a doll. Oh that was nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she made him a doll. And uh and it's not a small doll. It's not like a Barbie doll or a QB doll or something. It stands oh almost it was the same size as young Robert at seven years old.
0: It, oh wow. it same size, doll. It's same size doll, as Dan
2: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. And suddenly, suddenly, acquired the doll, and uh, his personality changed because the doll was suddenly his best friend. He wouldn't go anywhere without the doll, and uh, he suddenly instead of being the outgoing, energetic, kid that he was, he became very aggressive, very abusive. But it was never his fault. You know, they were always, you know, they accused him of something, and it's like. No, actually, it was never him. It was always Robert. Did it? Yeah. And um, uh, and it uh, does you know, sound like him. Yeah. Oh, so he, he became a, it's on uh, me. It's on me. Uh, that, no, actually, it, it, it all was all about Robert, and uh... and you know, you, they were probably hoping he would get over this at six or seven years old, and uh, but it continued through school, through high school. It was always he. And the doll, in fact, when he was, like, seven years old, he said, no, I didn't do it. He did something particularly heinous, and the, he said, I didn't do it. Robert did it. I'm Gene. That's Robert. And that's where Robert got his name, because from then on, he was known as Gene Otto, and the doll was known as Robert. <laughs> oh, God. That's <laughs> creepy. Oh, yeah. Actually, when he finally came of age, actually, he went to school the, uh Decided they were going to send him over to Europe to the finest, because he did have artistic talent. So they were going to send him to the finest art schools over in Europe. And they sent him away. They convinced him that Robert might be happier right here on the island. So they sent him away, and uh, they took the doll, put him in a old steamer trunk, and put him up in the attic. Oh, uh, boy, Bobby. When he got over to Europe... uh, once again, his personality changed. He became this energetic, outgoing, very successful artist. Met a young lady, got married. Well, they came back, got married in Boston. Decided to settle and relocate right here in uh, Key West. When they moved back, they moved in. Well, the family gave them the mansion as a uh, wedding gift. Uh-oh. Yeah, I wish that tradition was still intact, you know. <laughs> 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 I got married, never got a mansion. But uh, Me either. But they moved in. Everything was going along swimmingly until one day Jean wandered up into the attic, Uh-oh. opened up an old steamer trunk, and rediscovered Robert. uh And now as an adult, once again, he and Robert were best of friends. I mean, he wouldn't go anywhere without If he was going down to the pub on the corner, he'd take Robert along with him, sit right down next to him, <laughs> buy a drink for Robert, buy one for himself. And uh, once again, his personality changed. He became very aggressive, very abusive. Uh, And once again, it was never his fault. You know, it was always like, no, it wasn't me that locked my wife in the closet. Robert did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I need one of those dolls. (laughs) I thought you had one. well,
2: he is still here, Uh, actually. I mean, there's a a world tales around Robert the doll, and uh, he is still on the island. And he's actually on the, uh, they have him on display. They took him out of the artist house. Uh, and he is, they donated him to the Florida Historical Society, but he is on display at the East Martello Museum. Wow. And, uh, and actually that's where uh, I get to let Bonnie step in for a little bit because we're kind of excited because he's been display at the museum, but actually our other group, Crypt, that's the Kunk Republic investigative paranormal team where we actually I do a lot of storytelling and walking tours with our Ghosts and Mysteries tour here in Key West. Mm-hmm. And uh we get to get it well, when Bonnie and I get together we get to get it a little more in depth and actually go in and do lockdowns in certain places where she brings in all all of the toys and the equipment from infrared okay. cameras and this and that and do a serious ghost hunt and uh On the 24th of this month, we actually uh, have the East Martello Museum where Robert is right now. So, actually, I want to talk to a
0: little bit, Bonnie, about that. But before I do, I I have one quick question. I've heard something that you have to ask Robert uh, for permission to take his picture.
2: Oh, yeah. No, actually, anybody that comes by, because he is on display at the East Martello, and that is the only recommendation I make to anybody that stops by to see Robert, is to just be polite because if you, uh, I mean, say, Robert, if it's okay, I want to take your picture because I have a myriad of stories of people that have been up there to visit the doll. And, uh, you know, if they go up and they make fun of the doll or do whatever and then they take pictures and suddenly the entire memory card on the camera disappears, they lose every (laughs) vacation photograph. Uh And it's not just, yeah, it's not just one. I had had a lady call us not too long ago, just a month before last, and she was like in tears because she's going, oh, we came up, and on our way out of town, we decided to see Robert after taking your tour. We did the Ghost and Mystery tour, and then we decided to see Robert, but we had a couple of drinks, and we started making fun and having fun, and suddenly, I got a brand new car. My car left, and... The car broke down, transmission went out, she was convinced that Robert was haunting her on the way home. Now, he no. will not follow you home. No, he'll Well, <laughs> on the, OL, on the um, it's always better. Sometimes the better part of valor is just to be polite, because actually, after mm-hmm. you're picking, Now, I said there's too many documented cases of people that had just weird things went on if they did not take Robert seriously. Mm-hmm. So there you go.
0: So right now I want to talk to Bonnie about a cool event that she's actually doing. I mean, I've she's doing a, you know, I've heard of like ghost hunts and, and actually host ghost hunts for haunted location and everything, but there's going to be one with Robert. And I think that's kind of intriguing. So Bonnie, why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
3: Yes, we are very excited to host this event. Um, we have been working with the uh, Key West Historical and Arts Society at another location, um, the Key West Lighthouse, and uh, we were fortunate enough to be asked if we would want to come in and do something with Robert the Doll. And it's like, oh, let me think about it. Yes. So <laughs> we, we are just so excited to do this. And uh, as you know, as Tim had mentioned, you know, uh, a, a myriad of people. Um, having regrets about treating Robert properly when you do go into that location there are letter after letter after letter posted on the wall of apologies and explanations of all the all the bad things that have happened to them when they when they've chosen not to ask permission to take a picture or be polite and um, so we're excited to um, open this up to the public on the 24th to come in and it's it's a Specifically, it's really unique to us as well because we've not been in there as a group, our team, to do an investigation. So the people that are going to join us that evening are coming in raw with us, just like us. So all of our senses are going to be heightened. Uh, We're going to be very aware, and we're going to pay particular attention to to everything that we do that evening. So it's going to be a true hands-on paranormal investigation from start to finish. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to take the glass case off of Robert. But, um, yeah, so we won't be allowed to touch him, I'm sure, but I'd yeah. like to be able to uh, put the flare on him to see if we get any thermal activity. And with that glass around him, that certainly would uh, cause us some anomalies there that, that just wouldn't be good. So I'm hoping we can take that off. If not, we'll work around it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ford itself has its own own. Aura about it, if you will. Uh, there's there's a um, an old hearse in there that, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's very Love unique, that. and you can get some energy off of that. So I'm really excited about how no, far we can take the... this event.
2: No, I, ahead, thought, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but just about the fort, just because I mean, the East Martello Museum is one of, we have three Civil War forts here in Key West, mm-hmm. and this is one of the three old original Civil War forts. So the rest of the grounds as well as focusing on Robert, uh, it's going to be, we're really excited. It's going to be a fascinating night because they have, uh, the, the fort itself to go into the fort at night and have it all to ourselves and, uh, explore throughout. Yeah. Robert is the focal point of this evening, but, uh, Mm -hmm. The fort itself has been there since the late 1800s, and uh, it has a lot of history in and of itself. So I have no idea what we're going to run across.
3: Exactly, and we don't get that opportunity to go in after hours and have the whole place to ourselves or something like this. So it's a very unique opportunity. We're very excited.
1: And just so folks know, I did. um, I posted a picture of Rob at the doll, and John told me I should have asked first. Oh.
0: Uh oh.
1: But I did post a picture. I, uh, from Wikipedia so you know I went in indirectly I didn't actually take his picture uh, but it's on Echoes Chronicles next generation Facebook page
0: well it used to be
2: actually if you look if you look closely the weird part about Robert because if you've got the picture of Robert uh, you know he's hand sewn it was done mm-hmm. by hand on fabric and supposedly from some of the clothing that the young lady was wearing while she was in captivity wow and uh, he has glass eyes, but mm-hmm. well, you can take older pictures of Robert, because he does have human hair. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird part what about the doll, the weird part about the doll to me is if you get older photos of Robert, mm-hmm. he has like a, a sandy blonde hair, mm-hmm. and he just celebrated, I think, his 100th, noel coming up this October, it's going to be about his 104th birthday.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, gotcha. As the doll ages, the hair—it's—he's uh, getting a little less active, and the hair itself is actually turning gray. Oh, kind of <laughs> freaky. I uh, bet it's like the doll is aging, so it's, wow. it is kind wow. of strange. And I anyway, can see—I
1: okay. <laughs> can see all the notes in the background uh, right. that Bonnie was just talking about, all mm-hmm. taped on the background behind him. That's—that's that's crazy. Wow.
3: I I personally need to put one up there myself. I Uh I have to admit it. Um, Several years ago, I went in there, and, of course, I'm being all cocky, like, yeah, right, you know. And (laughs) and, uh, a few months later, um, I got to thinking, you know, I had some financial difficulty it totally out of the blue, unexpected, you know, the, the boss decided to, you know, cut everybody's pay by five hundred dollars a month and was like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's not chump change. Um and I got the thing is like, Oh, I didn't ask permission. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, actually, I don't it, believe in coincidence but it did cross my mind.
2: It, uh, it, it does it does sneak up on you. Actually I have a friend that's uh been doing some serious research, and in the near future we'll be coming out with like a whole book on Robert, but I don't think Robert was that happy with what he's doing because I got a a note from him going, yes, I was doing that, doing this history on Robert, and that, and suddenly my, uh, my computer crashed, my hard drive crashed, this went it mm-hmm. was just as it was by finishing the last little remnants. Of his book, he said, "I don't think Robert wants me to tell the whole truth."
0: You know, <laughs> you, you know what's interesting, Tim and warney is that uh, I had friends who uh, did a movie on the Bell Witch in Tennessee, and actually, the same stuff happened to them, them when they started doing unexplained fires, the computers crashing, oh yeah, different yeah. things just happening. get it.
2: That's cool. You know,
0: people people like to mock the paranormal, but man. Uh, I wouldn't mess with it. Sometimes it bites you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As I said, the better
2: part of valor is always to be polite, play it safe. <laughs> 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 be careful out there. <laughs> right.
0: So, so Bonnie, how did you get involved in, in ghost hunting? Uh, and please don't say it was a TV show.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, honestly, um, it goes way back to when I was a very, very young child. Um, my father, for a living, carved tombstones. And so at a very young age, I was introduced to cemeteries, and it was nothing foreign to me at all. When we were had nothing to do we were bored. we would take a ride out to cemeteries and admire, you know, the different artwork on the tombstones. So, See,
1: she's um, <laughs> my kind of girl. You're my kind of girl, Bonnie.
3: <laughs> it's my favorite place to be. Mm-hmm. Know? Uh, so I hear you. That, yeah, that interest was there from the very beginning. Um, and, and as a young child, a few things that happened. You know, when uh, my grandfather w- was dying, um, we experienced a, a very beautiful um, a light anomaly around him um, as his passing. And, you know, it, w- it was a done deal from there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, questions after questions.
0: Wow. So, so how do you make the leap from, you know, just having questions to actually go looking for it. I mean you go out and you spend your life savings on equipment which sounds like you have all the bells and whistles and, and so how do you make that leap?
3: Um, for me it really wasn't it really wasn't hard. It was um, you know, the ability to be able to go out and do that was to me a treat. It was it was just a normal path. Um, mm-hmm. how else are you gonna get the well, answer? The only you other know way what? I-, I know
0: is- we got to take a break right now. I'm sorry. I, I kind of let that slip. My apologies. you listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Kerrigan and Ron Kolick. And we'll be right back after the following messages right here at Tojanet, Parrax, Ghost Channel, and beyond.
2: Welcome to Tojanet, radio with a cutting edge.
3: Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween!
0: It is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places, and spirits
3: walk among us.
0: The witches of Salem,
3: Massachusetts, honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem Witches, Sean Porrer, and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests to step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978 740 9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs>
2: An oasis in this hectic world.
1: And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest this evening, Bonnie and Tim from Crypt.
2: That's it. Hello. Yeah. Oh, we're we must say hello then.
0: We're <laughs> we want we want to make sure you we can't poke you with a stick, but we want to make sure you're still alive. Yeah. We haven't, I haven't disappeared We <laughs> haven't disappeared yet. Okay. So uh, we were talking with um, uh, Bonnie a little bit about how she got involved in uh, pursuit. Did we finish that, Bonnie? I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I had to interrupt.
3: No, that's fine. I guess the only real thing I can say about that would be that I want answers, the same as a lot of other people want answers that get into this field and are curious. And, you know, ultimately the only way you're really going to know is to be on the other side, and I'm not ready to do that yet. So this is the best the best approach I got.
1: <laughs> well, I hope you're not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. So no, I'm not ready. <laughs> we'll have to still keep wondering from this side.
0: Well, you know, I'm older than Bart Roberts, so, I mean, I'll let you know pretty soon. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so, anyway, anyways, uh, you, you have been investigating in and around uh, Key West, and uh, wh- what do you think is probably your most interesting experience uh, in doing And how long have you been doing it uh, as a investigative team? Uh, We've
3: been focused on Key West for probably two years now. Uh, Tim, you've been, you've been doing this a lot longer.
2: Uh, well, I've been down about 17 years here in Key West, and uh, we put on with our, our Key West Ghosts and Mysteries tour, we do you know, nightly ghost tours and ghost walks because I got, I got tied up with the, on the history of the island when I, it kind of captured me the first time I came down here. And uh, I've always, uh, uh, as I tell people on our tours, when I come out, I'm the most open-minded skeptic you would ever run across because (laughs) uh, I would, uh, I love the uh, fascinating, I was always fascinated with the stories and the tales and ran into a lot of the haunted locations. And that's what we get to tell during our our walking tour, so we at least give people a taste of it. But uh, um, you know, if, if something really strange happens, then we try and analyze it. Then we try and break it down. Then we try and find a reason. And we're near, I, I am firmly convinced we're never really going to run across the final answer or get all the answers by any means. But uh, that's why it was a joy to hook up with Bonnie and say, "Wait, wait a moment! Other than just telling the haunted tales, and you know, we can give them a taste during our walking tours. Now, we actually get to do investigations and find out and explore some of the. Because I mean, Key West has an amazing history. Mm-hmm. We have one of the largest collections of old Victorian houses in the country, oh, and wow. uh, oh no, it's uh, it's got an amazing history. So I got caught up in the history of the island in all aspects, but the Haunted history really kind of captured me. And then uh, when I met Bonnie, uh, and I'm sorry, she's she's our ghost hunting expert as far as actually coming in, and good, we'll take this location. We've had an opportunity to do uh, from an old haunted theater to uh, the Porter Mansion, one of the original families here on the island, to the Audubon House, and actually get it to ourselves for three nights Wow. And, uh, and you know do a lockdown and bring in bring in a couple of select guests uh, as we're going to have a chance to do at East Martello Museum uh and I'm, I'm she is the wizard on that aspect as far as you want the infrared cameras you want the EVP meters, and you want this and that and the other. She brings all the toys and the equipment to do a serious ghost hunt. You know, I'm a, I'm a storyteller. <laughs> She's, well, drive, we, you know, we i kind of – uh, sorry, Sam. Go ahead.
3: Um, we, we kind of learned early on when we started this. Um, we went in with the mindset of trying to get answers and being, you know, as serious about it as we could. Um and so we build up a reputation where we could get into a lot of these places that aren't normally open to the general public. And then it was very obvious just other people wanted to join in. Um, so our goal is to continually go back to these places. We don't spend four hours, walk away, um, and say, okay, this is what we got, and that's going to be it. We spend the time to build up that database of evidence to go back and compare to And then as a new group of people come in, you know, we have to embrace the idea that they also want um, the entertainment factor. What they've seen on TV is what they're going to want to do. But that still builds our database, so we have to embrace both sides of that. Um, And that's what we try to do. So we go into these locations multiple times. The Audubon House we've been in in many, many times. Um, There isn't isn't one time we've been in there that someone hasn't been touched.
2: if I can jump in, I mean, that's the that's the cool part about it, when you have different people at different times and different cameras and whatever, and repeatedly you start getting the same phenomena that is actually taking place. Then on the other side, we get to look at it and go, okay, wait a minute, there's something really here, and why yeah. are these different people on different dates and different times Capturing the same energy, or the same image, or the same, voice. whatever, at that, you know, the same voice, at the same, you know, at the same time. It's uh, so. It's it's just a, it's an ongoing study.
0: Do That's you? Great. That's
1: really the way to do it. I mean, you, you need to revisit it
0: and keep oh, revisiting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my co-host from Ghost Chronicle International, Steve Parsons, uh, who founded Parascience in the UK. They spent uh, 15,000 hours at the same place. Uh, wow. Documenting everything. And was, that's the one thing I was going to ask you. Do you keep a journal? Do you document all the uh, activity that has been reported and, and, and so on? Oh, that, is,
2: that is definitely a bonny question because I'm sorry, she is the statistician <laughs> and documentarian of this group. I. <laughs> I think no, this is I'm a long time to. in your life where you can say OCD is the. Best, best I'm best sorry, best. I get to hand the card to you, my dear, because you <laughs> are the one. This is, that is her. That is her forte. <laughs> yeah, we do. We uh,
3: we do get grab all the evidence. Um, when people do come in with this, one thing that I I make sure that we do do is offer up that evening's evidence to them, so that. They have it in their hands as well because the last thing we want is for someone to come back later and say that we faked any evidence. So they were there with us. They have it. They can go through it themselves. We teach them, you know, how to, you know, as much as you can in just a couple hours of education is to teach them how to go through an AVP and what to look for and um, give them them what we can for that. But that's theirs as well for that evening, and then we have have all of it. Catalog for ours, and as you know, it takes many, many, many hours to go no, through. God bless Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of work, and that's the other thing that we do try to teach them. You know, you can watch a half an hour TV show, but this is what really happens, and it takes a lot
1: of work. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Now you have. Yeah. You, you just said your TV show.
3: I mean, you, well, I said you can watch no, a TV show. Oh, she was
1: just comparing. And, oh, a TV oh, show. Oh, I didn't the know if you guys were had... watching a TV show. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you guys had, like, like, a local show. Because, like, I used to have a show um, because I work in public access. I used to have, I used to tape our investigations and would make a show out of it. So I didn't know if you did that also. But.
3: We're working on that. We're working awesome. on that because that's the other thing yeah. we do. The people that come in, we step back. We let them be the investigator for the evening. We uh, film them. So they're basically the stars of their own show for that evening and let them have that. So we're working on that.
2: Great, and we and we may put it on. And actually, I mean, Bonnie is right now actually taking because we've gathered, gathered enough information and o- enough fun that we may start putting some of it up online, and mm-hmm. uh, even before they uh, before it shows up on a on a TV show. But uh, right now, as I said, she's an amazing documentarian and mm-hmm. really keeps track and is very thorough about every investigation that we've done, and uh, I look forward to doing more, because we have such iconic places here in Key West that are, uh,
0: as far as the... uh, And and speaking about Key West, we actually have a question about uh, Key West from the chat room.
1: Yes, uh, 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 Ghost Girl wants to know, does the water around Key West have any impact on the haunting?
2: The water in my opinion,
3: leaving. absolutely. In my opinion, absolutely, yes. Yes, water holds energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, in my opinion, it certainly does. Okay. Um, we're actually looking at doing a, an investigation on one of the tall ships, taking it out on the water and huh. doing an investigation live on the water. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, just just for um, the data behind that to see, to see what a difference that might make with the water. I it's interesting
0: because it. we actually did a ghost hunt cruise, and that's exactly what we did. We we took we rented a boat and went out. In fact, uh, uh, Mike Markorts, uh who is an EVP specialist that Ian works with, uh, he actually built a, a hydrophone and uh, picked up some EVPs from under the water. Supposedly, there was a, uh, a, a sunken U-boat in the area and so forth, and there, it was it was pretty interesting. We, we got some interesting results, so I think you'll like that if you, you do attempt it. Well, actually, we've, we've got permission uh, from a couple of the tall
2: ships here in town that we may do it out on the water, because actually uh, here in Key West, I mean, it's a one-and-a-half-by-four-mile island, but back in the day, in the 1800s, I mean, we had the only deep water seaport uh, at the southernmost tip, and all the traffic that came through the Florida Straits and so on. I mean, that's actually, in a very short time. Um, today, we got a population of 24,000 people, but uh, back in the 1800s, we had a population of 20,000 people, so we haven't grown that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and in a very short time, we actually became the richest city. Per capita in the country,
0: wow.
2: uh, mainly due, well, mainly due to the water. It was all about the seafaring and so on going in, because right. we had the deep water seaport, but we're surrounded by a coral reef, mm-hmm. and uh. you really had to know the channels to come in to get to the seaport. And a lot of ships would hit the reef, right? right. So that uh, was back in there. So everybody here was watching the water because if a ship hit the reef. They just holler, wreck ashore, first one out to the ship, got to salvage the passengers at their discretion. But but they got to salvage the ship and the cargo and auction it all off. So we have a number of seafaring tails and and ships and shipwrecks, and that's a whole part of the... uh, a whole, whole part of the character and history of the island, and uh, that adds to the haunted history as well. I mean, part of our pirating history and everything else. So
0: it's. Uh, we actually have another a question for you. From this one's from the Parallax chat room, and it's from Ceiling Cat, and she says, "Has anyone seen uh, Hemingway's ghost in Key West?" Ernest Hemingway. I mean, I actually, uh, I've heard several tales with nothing
2: that's serious. Uh, I mean, Hemingway House is here on the island, uh, and actually they have had reports of uh, Hemingway's ghost, because he was down here for about nine years Mm -hmm. before he went down to Cuba. But, uh, yeah, there have been... Uh, reported sightings, nothing that we can document because, I mean, Bonnie will slap me in a heartbeat if I just start <laughs> telling tales, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean,
3: Bonnie, yeah. Bonnie
2: says, I want proof. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm saying, oh, hi, but this is a really cool story. And Bonnie goes, uh, no, we haven't got anything documented, but he has actually apparently been cited on the second-story balcony of the Hemingway House. Uh, my to, my
3: to do and my to do list and and on my goals of locations that I want to secure down there the Hemingway house is one of those and my goal is to try to capture EVP that and perhaps one of the family members can recognize that voice which would be which would be awesome and that's something I look forward to getting done mm, that's cool what a what a rich
1: history to be able to investigate in and and i like I want to move to Key West. All right, I'm coming down, <laughs> down there, guys. <laughs> Come on. <down>. New England. <laughs>
0: uh, you Come know what's interest, interesting, this too, time of year. <laughs> is, is that you also do a lot uh, with a a lighthouse down there. And of course, I'm, I'm uh, the uh, chairman of the board for uh, the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse. and. We own Wood Island Lighthouse, excuse me, Whaleback well Lighthouse, and we we take care of uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse. So lighthouses, uh, and I've investigated about eight of them. So they intrigue me. What, what's the story on on this lighthouse that you have?
3: Tim, do you have history on the lighthouse? I have
2: some. Uh, I well, actually, the it's kind of uh, it's kind of fun because our lighthouse down here. is, uh, well, it was moved inland. I mean, one of the first lighthouses. I mentioned earlier about the the wreckers
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and the guys doing the kind of interesting because that whole industry of the wrecking, which made us the richest city per capita in the country in a very short amount of time, uh, once they did establish the lighthouse system (laughs) around Key West and the Florida Keys, that whole industry went away.
1: I bet. <laughs> Funny how that happened when you turned a light on.
2: Yeah. What do you know? They could actually. Well, it was a well-known fact in the years gone by that you could put a couple of large lanterns on the back of a donkey and walk them down the coastline and pretty much steer these ships where you wanted them to go.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, and they they were actually they were actually called uh, moon cusses. Uh... Yeah,
2: <laughs> but but our lighthouse here was brought in, and it is kind of amazing because actually the lighthouse keeper passed away when they put the lighthouse here. They thought they have the lighthouses that surround that are about seven miles out, uh, but the lighthouse right here on the island, the uh, uh, the lighthouse keeper passed away, and is. Wife took over the job, and I'm sorry I'm, I don't have my names and facts and so on in oh, front of me yep. but she basically, she took over the duties of uh, taking care of the lighthouse, and she was the lighthouse keeper for the next number of years. I think she finally was relieved of service or retired when she was about 85. And she was the only woman lighthouse keeper here on the island. And, but through her experiences and her family in the 85 years that she spent uh, tending the lighthouse, it has a really, really rich history and a number of adventures around it. And uh, we've only been there once so far. I mean, Bonnie's been there once. I was out of town when she got to do that one, but I can't wait until we get to do it again. But we are going to start doing uh, quantitative investigations at the lighthouse on a regular and continuing ongoing basis. Oh, cool. So yeah.
3: And
2: yeah. What, yeah. what little so I know
3: about it, Tim, is that um, in the current lighthouse, the, the male lighthouse keeper, one of them, actually fell from the stairs in the tower and died in, from that fall in the lighthouse. I believe during one of the hurricanes, people tried to take refuge in the lighthouse, and several people perished there, as well as um, some children of the, the female lighthouse keeper. So um, we did go in there once, and we now have dates to go in there four more times: and November 6, November 20, December 4, and December 18. Um, we did experience a lot of activity in the lighthouse tower itself, some in the lighthouse keeper. Um, quarters uh but mostly in the tower but we kind of we really walked away and you got to go in there more once to really you know independently say what right. you feel or, or whatever but my gut feel was it was more people go in there all day long um coming in and out and then there's a lot of energy you know with all that traffic but it was almost as if when we started reviewing our EVPs it was like are you talking to me? Somebody's finally talking to me, <laughs> and we started really as the evening went on, getting more answers and better quality answers. It
1: exciting. I, I saw those EVPs listed on your site, and I think that's great um, that you put them out there. You know, and
3: we'll, yeah, one of the things we do do when we post them out there, we don't post the the link as the what we hear. We post the question, and we'll, oh. we don't want to put that in your head what we think we hear.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Very cool. Yeah, that's that's a different approach, and I think that's a good idea.
0: What do you, Anne? What do you think, a Road trip? Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know,
3: um, when we're doing the Robert the Doll on the 24th, that is uh, in Fantasy Fest week, so will bring your uh, body painting skills down. We could, Oh yeah.
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> I can see, Ron. I can pay for our whole trip. I'll body paint in Key West. There you, there you go.
2: go. <laughs> there you go. I thought you were to body paint, me I was like, oh my god, no Oh uh, no, not
1: body-peating you, buddy, no
2: way uh-uh. No way uh, No, 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 uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Do you charge by the gallon? Okay, let's go yeah. <laughs> I'll just get a hose
0: <laughs> it, it, Anyways, we actually have to take a break right now Because we have another Beyond Bizarre From my favorite girl, Bala Ventura So if you'll hold on, we'll be right back after this Alright
1: The Haunting
3: of Flight 401 Between 1973 and 1974,
1: on board numerous Eastern Airlines L-1011 Jets, passengers and crew reported seeing, hearing, and even speaking to apparitions of Captain Bob Loft and second officer Don Repo. The ghostly crew members were both victims of the crash of Eastern Airlines Flight 401, which had gone down into the Florida Everglades on December 29, 1972. Passengers on separate flights correctly identified the deceased crew members. Flight engineers, pilots, and flight attendants all verified similar encounters with the Ghosts of Loft and Repo. The crash and the reported sightings became the subject for The Ghost of Flight 401, a book written by John G. Fuller in 1983. Freaky fact from Barla Ventura's Beyond Bizarre. Lady. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Four one. That's the one that crashed into the Everglades, right? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, that's in my book too.
1: Okay.
0: Goes to day. Goes to well, day. you covered it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually. It's a lot more to that than. Uh, anyways, so uh, what what else have you, have you guys got coming up in plans for like you know the upcoming year and so forth? Uh, still investigating. Are you going to leave the keys? Or are you just going to concentrate just on the keys?
2: Well, the keys are the top priority, just because there's so much to explore here. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, we have uh, from the lighthouse right now, thanks to Bonnie's efforts, uh, we have so many really cool historic places. And most of them are nonprofits and, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
2: running to it's not like you walk up and say, Hi, we wanna do this So it's right. actually working with them but the, I mean the fact of working with the Audubon House, working with the lighthouse, this opportunity to do a uh, investigation at East Martello Museum on the twenty fourth is going to be is is really exciting. Uh That's very exciting. Um, and we have uh right. we
3: have we're a- looking at the Chameleon Theater where all the children died in the fire. You know, they walk up now still put the hands on the glass and can feel the heat or feel you know tapping. That's on the to-do list. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. There's so much to explore.
1: Now, I wanted to ask a question before before I run out of time. What? How far back does the history uh, go in Key West? Like, what? When did they come into being and and all that?
2: Well, actually, that's the fun part about Key West because Key West was originally named Cayoaso. Mm-hmm which basically translates to Isle of Bones.
1: Isle of Bones?
2: Uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. And the, when the Spaniards first came up in the late 1500s, there were no human inhabitants, but the island itself was covered with human remains. Wow. Nice. The first thing they saw was, like, uh, human bones on along the beach scattered across the island, even up in the trees. Oh. Yeah, so it's... Uh, we have a very
0: honored... Well, history. do we know where the bones came from?
2: Yeah, actually, back in the day, there were uh, two Indian tribes here in the Florida Keys. You had the, uh, the Seminole tribe and the Calusa tribe. The Seminoles were a warrior tribe. The Calusa, not them. And they... Uh, Seminoles basically chased the Palouse tribe all the way down to the Key West. They got to our last little island at the end of the Keys. There was no further they could go, and they pretty much wiped out the entire.
0: Yeah. I said, "We have a bone so, pick with you," and that was it. Uh. Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> about it. it was, uh, so we became—we have a very haunted history even before we became civilized, or I—I I should say, populated. A lot of people still don't seem to Think we're civilized? But, uh, they. Uh, you know, that actually took place in the eighteen hundreds and uh, during our walking tours we we stopped by the oldest house here in Key West. Mm-hmm. Uh, first because the first actual house was built
0: here about eighteen twenty two. The oldest house. Tim, you're not you're not gonna believe this, but that doorbell means that the pizza from the dead is here and we've gotta All wrap right. it up. So uh we actually <laughs> we pay we for actually, our <laughs> pizza. We actually have to get that pizza? up. We the, I yep. think Donna's got
2: dinner cooked as well. So, uh, so uh, I will, okay, I'm sorry, I just got back on the island myself, so I'm uh, I'll so, be ready to wrap it up unless you want to say a good I'll let Bonnie say a goodbye as well and we well, we'd, 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 like,
0: we'd like the links that you, your links to your websites and stuff so that people want to uh look you up and how can they contact you and so forth.
2: Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, as far as our nightly tours, it's Q's Ghost and Mysteries Tour, and uh, Bonnie can give you all the information as far as crypt uh, for the serious ghost hunters. That uh, we're going to be doing that much more often, and you uh,
3: can just so do we'll... that on Crypt C R I P T TV. There you
2: go.
0: Well, we want to thank you so much, guys, who are really interesting. And uh, if we ever get down here, we definitely got to look you up, because that sounds oh, like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, without a doubt.
2: Thank <laughs> you.
0: Sounds All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Happy Come Halloween. On, have, yeah,
2: have a good
1: one. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye now. Oh, wow. Now I want to go to Key
0: West.
1: I definitely want to go to Key West. Like the tomorrow. White House is Robert the dolls. Oh. Ah, well, yeah,
0: I know. it. Can, <laughs> can you steal your husband's bike? Sure. There you go. I don't Road know how trip. to ride it. I, you know,
1: drive it, but... You know, I'll, figure I it it back. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll
0: figure it out. you figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, time to wrap it up. Uh, if you're around next weekend, I'll be at uh, Salem at the Festival of Dead at the Hawthorne Hotel Saturday night. Uh, also, Monday, Leslie and I will be doing Dining with the Dead at the Wyndham Restaurant. And many, many more things going on, including I'm going down to Kingston at the books place there, and so right by you, Aunt, but you're not going to see me. So good night. God bless.
2: Good From night, everybody.
0: Thanks to for to listening. Long-legged beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.